The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 264. I hope that you guys are doing very well today if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety and then as you probably know you can get a free session with me. To get that all you need to do is to head over to my marvellous website which is uh, www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, there you can either book yourself that free session directly or you can leave me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast, um, I'm going to be talking about something that I've really struggled with over the years, and that is being able to um, to tune into the things that you really want to pay attention to. Unfortunately, when you have a, um, OCD, it can feel like you almost have this broken antenna that is just randomly tuning into all of these difficult things that you would really rather not be paying attention to. Um, and so today's podcast is is all about how you can uh, help yourself with with that. Um, as always, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK, and uh, I now have Patreon. So if you would like to support the podcast in some small way, uh, I have different tiers of uh, Patreon, and you can uh, you can find the link there in the show notes. Um, also, if you could subscribe on your podcast app of choice, that would be amazing. So many thanks, guys. I really hope that you enjoy and off we go. For some reason, I've always found busy social settings to be something that's very difficult to deal with. Um, you know, they tend to give me quite a lot of anxiety. And I think a big part of the reason for this is there's so many different things that um, that I can be paying attention to at the same time. Um, you know, background noises, different conversations going on, um, you know, trying to take the temperature of the room and trying to, you know, to really uh, understand how people are interacting around you and how the person that you're dealing with directly is experiencing what you're saying and whether they're understanding and how they feel about that. And it tends to be, you know, a little bit of uh, too much uh, sensory information almost where you're just overloaded, overwhelmed by all of this stuff and you're, you know, anxiously trying to, to pay attention to it all at the same time. And sometimes it can almost feel like, you know, you have a bit of a broken antenna because, you know, you're not really um, paying attention to any of these things as well as you would like to. Um, you know, and so often with with OCD, actually, it can feel like our antenna, our ability to tune into the the frequencies and the things that we really want to to pay attention to. Um, it can feel like it's a little bit broken, or that there's 
you know, it's not doing its job in exactly the right way. Um, and I think there's a lot of truth to this. And something that's uh, important to to point out here is that, um, you know, there's, there's different elements to this. Um, the first part is uh, a few weeks back, I was talking about um, different brain states in relation to, to OCD with uh, a, a neuroscientist who is uh, exploring this. And um, in that episode, Dr. Anna uh, was explaining that there's very specific brain states that, that people go into when they're struggling uh, with an obsession. Um, and to me, it's almost like, um, you know, the, the, there's this alarm signal that, that is going off in the brain that, hey, something is wrong, something is wrong, you need to pay attention, you need to figure out what that thing is and scan your environment or you know scan your memory to find what that what that thing is and you know unfortunately this thing we don't really have direct control over it's something that that tends to happen automatically um you know it's part of the autonomic nervous system it's just doing this stuff behind the scenes and you know we don't have too much control over it directly unfortunately i think we can change how it works over time by changing our behavior but if we try to focus on you know just stopping that alarm from going off we're only going to end up with getting frustrated because you know it's never really going to happen that alarm is just going to do its thing. It's it's there. It's it's alerting to you. Um, it's, it's alerting you to to things that it it thinks possibly could be uh, a threat. But unfortunately, you know, it's like a faulty alarm. Now, what we can do though is we can respond differently. And this is where this idea or this metaphor of the uh, antenna really comes into play. And I'd like you to imagine that you have two different types of antenna. So first, this alarm goes off, and then it's sending a, a kind of signal, a radio frequency, if you like, to, to the antenna. Um, and if we're not paying attention, if we're not really in, um, you know, in the best uh, frame of mind for dealing with OCD, in, in this more acceptance aware mindset the problem is that it's very likely that um, that faulty message will go to the antenna of doom and gloom and this is something that they talk about in acceptance and commitment therapy um, you know when we're in this really negative anxious state you know we tend to to be listening almost to a radio station and that radio station is doom and gloom Everything that appears on that radio station is is really obnoxious, horrible, depressing, negative, catastrophizing. I mean, really, you know, you've probably heard, um, you know, one of the CB, uh, CBT terms, which is catastrophizing. And this is really what it is. It's like we're, we're tuned into this faulty antenna, um, you know, that is telling us that, everything's wrong like uh, or if there's a specific obsession that you're really stuck on that that thing is the worst thing ever that it's going to be like this forever that you're never going to find uh, a way out of the trap that you're going to be exhausted that it's going to ruin your life that you're going to not be able to be as happy as you want that you're not going to be able to be as successful as you want lies 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 it's basically fake news 
sometimes I refer to it as the kind of fake news uh, radio. Um, but fortunately, you know, I think what you can do is try to think of this as, as a bit of a triangle uh, situation that actually, if you have one antenna that is kind of the faulty alarm that's sending out uh, that message, and then there's two and two other antennas which make up this triangle, um, you know, and that first one, that radio doom and gloom, it, unfortunately, that is the habitual one that if you have OCD, that particular antenna, the broken one, let's say, uh, is the most likely one that that, that is going to go to and it's going to, you know, we, we tend to run with that. But fortunately, we do have that other option, antenna B, <laughs> let's call it, um, you know, which makes up this kind of triangle. Um now, if you're able to divert your attention um, to, to antenna B, to really focus in on antenna B. Now, you might be asking me, well, what is antenna B? Yeah, I'd like to do that. But, you know, what is it? Well, antenna B really is almost acting, choosing consciously to act as if you're, you're feeling okay despite the fact that, you know, you're getting this faulty alarm message uh, telling you that you're not, that something is wrong, that you need to search for it and look for it and all that other stuff. Um, Antenna B is, is adopting the mindset of, yes, I am feeling anxious right now in this moment. And yes, um, you know, I'm not particularly enjoying that. and I'm not particularly happy about the fact that, you know, that, that that's happening. You know, you don't have to celebrate the fact that, uh, you know, you struggle with this. But what you probably, in my experience, would benefit from is adopting this mindset of, okay, this alarm system's going off, but actually that's okay. You know, it doesn't have to be, uh, it doesn't have to be, you know, completely quiet in order for me to get on and to try to make the most of uh, this morning or you know, the afternoon or uh, the lecture that you're studying or the pro- project that you're doing or, you know, the meeting that you're in in that moment. Um, so often we're just, we're just getting stuck uh, with the other antenna. You know, we're just focused on the doom and gloom. And actually, what we can do is choose to adopt this mindset of, you know, more positivity, of being, trying to get comfortable with the uncomfortable, acknowledging that we do feel you know, really anxious that there is that uncomfortable feeling in our stomach. Um, you know that we are getting a lot of incessant intrusive thoughts uh, that we really don't like, and we're getting other physical sensations maybe that we don't like. But that doesn't mean that we have to keep paying attention to them. That we have to keep tuning into those. We can cho- we can choose to to tune into our values, for example. And this is uh, you know antenna B. You know, really, the epitome of antenna B is is values. It's it's choosing to adopt that mindset of okay, I'm feeling anxious. I really don't like it. However, I'm going to focus on the present moment, and I'm going to focus on my values. Um, <clears throat> and this is why it's so important, really, to to do some work on your values, to be quite clear with yourself about what are the important things in your life that motivate you so that when you are feeling like this, you can choose to focus in on those things. 
um, you know, it will give you something to really put your energy into, um, you know, rather than allowing uh, the anxiety to dictate what you're going to think about and start getting, you know, lost in this uh, catastrophe, uh, catastrophe mindset. You choose to focus on the things that actually are meaningful and important to you. And you get going with those things. You kind of start acting as if you already are feeling how you want to feel. Um, now, this is obviously, you know, uh, an approach that can sound a bit insincere almost or incongruent. Um, and I, I understand, you know, if, if you might have hesitations about that. But actually, you know, what I tend to find is so often when we just put a smile on our face and we, we just get on. And try to act as if, you know, we're already feeling the way that we want to feel. What tends to happen is, is congruence tends to follow a little bit later. Yeah, of course, in that moment, you may be really struggling, but nothing's going to change if we just focus in on that and stay in that. You've got to take action and, and, and really focus on the state that you want to feel. And actually, you know, move your feet and try to take some action in order to get yourself there and sometimes that might just involve you know like some movement actually getting up and doing something um you know so often we we tend to sit with OCD and just think uh or make an excuse to kind of come out of the present moment and uh, retreat into ourselves and you know that's the worst thing we can do often the best thing we can do is to get busy with something to move our bodies and to try to come into the present moment. And in doing so, we can focus more and more on that antenna B. And, uh, you know, we can move away from, from the unhelpful doom and gloom antenna that, you know, really does hold us back. So there we go, guys. That's uh, how I try to uh, fix my <laughs> faulty uh, antenna when I'm really struggling. Um, you know, and this is something where I would say... The more that you can practice this over time, the more that you, you are able actually to focus on the things that, that are really important to you and that matter to you. And it does get easier to do this like any skill. And obviously we do have neuroplasticity and so our brain does change over time. And so the more that you practice this, the easier it will get. And I also believe that when we do this, when we stop paying attention so much to that faulty alarm message that's going off, um, I think over time it does begin to dampen down because you're not really listening to it. You're not giving it as much attention, um, you know, and, uh, and certainly for me, I've noticed over the years that that faulty alarm isn't quite as active as it used to be. Uh, particularly when I'm taking care of myself, you know, when I'm exercising on a regular basis and eating well and sleeping well, you know, and dealing with stress. Um, obviously, when we are not treating our body well, um, you know, then we do tend to, to, to get stressed. And obviously, then all of that other stuff, that alarm system is definitely going to get revved up at the same time. So there we go, guys. That is it for today. Really hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session.
And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.